Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Master of Shine at Home podcast. My name is Levi Gates, and I am the Master of Shine. Well, I want to apologize because, again, I thought I'd be able to keep, keep on time getting these episodes out every Thursday evening, but let's just say SEMA 360 and TRCMA, which is now going on. I'm recording this the night of Tuesday. Um, so today we had our first episode. Basically, the preparation for this last week, for this week and last week, um, has actually taken quite a bit. Uh, you know, SEMA 360 actually, you know, didn't take a lot out of me, but it was the planning in the final like weeks of TR SEMA to try and get everything ready to go, getting every, making sure everybody's travel arrangements were set up, making sure everybody had all the last minute things they needed, making sure orders were coming in of all the stuff and show equipment and things that people were sending so they could do their, their version, doing VMAX calls, checking, doing all, I mean, it was just been a ton a ton of work. We are not done. We still have three days of TRCMA. So uh, let's get this party started. All right. So, oh, I got to get a drink of that. Ugh. So in case you're wondering, that's uh, my sweet, sweet diet Pepsi. Uh, so TRCMA is going on for the next three days. And uh, so we had today, the session today, which was the morning session, was uh, Coach Shemi with, uh, we had the, the actual uh, people from Coach Shemi or Coke Kemi or Koch Kemi or however you want to pronounce it. It's Koch Shemi. So we had the Germans on and they V-mixed in or beamed into our studio, uh, gave us a good lesson on all the product line and why we're they're doing the things we do it gave us a polishing lesson uh really really cool event um hopefully you guys caught the morning session uh we had a uh, zaya from carnuba detailing there as well who is a trc zaya dinka who is the trc grand ambassador for 2019 uh grand ambassador of the year he was there um and then we went to the afternoon session the afternoon session was Rupes doing a full polishing lesson talking about the new cut and finish uh, cut and fine system um, and all the different pads and we had special guest Charlie Hutton uh, who's a custom painter arguably the most popular custom painter in the world um, he's been on TV he was a Boyd's painter for a number of years childhood uh, um, hero of mine I always thought his stuff was really really cool so it's kind of crazy to be to know him and to have done a couple of videos with him. So it was really cool that he came. Uh, Dylan arguably is a far better friend than I am. I've met him once, but at least he knows who I am. Um, so it was really cool. Dylan, when he was here a couple weeks ago, was able to, to go talk to him, see him, tell him, hey, just stop in. You're really going to like it, I promise you. So he took his vice, showed up. So that was really cool. So tomorrow we've got PNS in the morning uh, doing a big session with them. Uh, then we have uh, Buff and Shine. We have, uh, that's the morning session, along with uh, Flex, Chris from Flex, Chris Metcalf joining them. Then uh, we break, we have lunch for two hours, and then we come back and we have Chris West of Solution Finish and uh, Kevin Davis of Detailers Helper. So super excited to have both of them there. Um, and then we're doing the TRC uh and uh, PNS kind of joint deal uh, in the afternoon to finish it off. And then of course, Thursday, IK sprayers 
um, color lock in the morning. Afternoon session is all Lake Country. So Lake Country power tools, Lake Country pads, Lake Country pad washers, all the nine yards there. And then Friday's a big day too. Friday is G-Technic and G-Technic all morning with um, Scott from Koenig Wheels and Justin Pate from the Rap Institute joining us in conjunction with G-Technic. And then in the afternoon, MTM Hydro uh, and us hanging out again, uh, finishing it all off. So um, we've had, it's it was, today went good. I was very nervous yesterday, but today went really well and I was able to get some sleep last night, thankfully. Um, and then today went off. It was nervous right up to the point we started. And then, you know, once we were live, it was like, well, that's it. So um, just wanted to get out there, tell you guys, you know, go watch the Rag Company Media Access. It's available on YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitch. For those of you that are watching and listening on Twitch, like you can check it out there. Um, it plays live 10 to 10 to noon M, uh, Mountain Standard Time and then 2 p.m. to 4 MST uh, every day this week. Friday is going to be a 9 a.m. start because we have a lot to pack in. Um, but basically like we got a bunch of stuff that we've been doing and it's been crazy. So I feel sorry that I haven't been able to keep on like I'm, I've been hoping, but after, after the end of this week, you know, I also got to kind of save my voice a bit. So after the end of this week, I really am planning on trying to get, um, an actual structure down, but I wanted to do this kind of quick mini episode to kind of touch on a couple points, um, that I, that I wanted to address in the last few episodes. First off, thank you to everybody that is listening. Thank you to everybody who has sent me an email or a Facebook message, uh, you know, uh, talking about how much they really enjoy the podcast. Um, it means a lot. I can't tell you guys how much it means to me, um, to hear you guys, uh, so excited about it and talking about it and, um, telling your friends, I really, really appreciate it. Um, but basically, uh, I'm planning on crafting a response email for each one of you that sent me an email, and I really appreciate you guys doing that. I just I haven't had the time. I really want to sit down and actually write something, um, you know, not just a quick response like "Hey, thanks." Like, I want to I want to really take the time to and do it right. And I apologize, I haven't been able to do it sooner. Um, like I said, it's just there's my brain is zapped when I come home uh, this last this preparation week. And I've really been lazy and vegging, but I've also been just trying to chill out before because I knew this week would be kind of nuts. So um, I promise I will get a response to you guys. And I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, appreciate the kind words and the things that you said. Um, A couple things to clarify that I wanted to step forward on. I talked in the last episode that I was in therapy. Um, That therapy that I do um, is a personal one. One is more... I. I'll tell you right now, I don't suffer from depression. I never have. I I honestly have, it doesn't work in my brain. I kind of feel like I don't, um, I I don't know what it's like. And so for those of you that struggle with it, um, you know, I feel for you. Um, My wife struggles with it. And so I deal with it and I've dealt with it, not probably not in the best way for the last 15 years with her. Um, And it's only... I hate to say this, it's only within this last year, um, last few months, honestly, where I'm trying. I'm still not where I'd say I'm, I need to be um, in making sure that I'm being a compassionate, 
caring husband for her. Um, my normal MO is to just kind of like, like I said in the previous one, like if I need to fix a problem, I just work and somehow magically it fixes itself. Well, that's not the case. And, um, one of the things that I realized was I really needed to, I had some issues that I needed to work through, um, personal issues. Uh, one of the biggest things is as we've gotten popular, as, uh, we have grown in our stature and grown in my, I don't know, I hate to say this word because it makes me feel weird, weird, but it's my celebrity status. Um, I need to make sure that I keep that in check, that I'm doing the right things, that I'm staying on the right path, that I'm not ignoring those who've reached out or asked questions or, you know, if sometimes it feels like it does get a little overwhelming. And you guys probably heard if you listen to the Rag Company podcast when I talk about, I need a break. I need to focus on my kids and take care of my kids. Well, that was part of kind of what I'm, my overall plan is. Um, in my head mentally, I've been calling it the two candlesticks. Um, and that's kind of in, I don't know, it's like a, it's just a, it's a plan in my head of what I need to be doing. So, um, it's, it's learning to be more humble. It's learning to be more empathetic. It's learning to be more caring and, um, focusing more on the joy that I receive from others than on my own joy. I realize that I'm very, very easy to please. So, like, I don't need a lot. And honestly, a can of Diet Pepsi. Um, doesn't matter the situation. As long as I got that, I'm actually pretty happy. Um, and, but what I don't like is not being able to fix problems. And um, so I've really let my wife down in the past because of that. Um, you know, and a lot of it was just a lot of, ignorance is bliss so I just didn't ask about it um but there's a lot of things that I felt so with that increase in celebrity with the ego so to speak I really needed to keep that in check I really needed to make sure that what I was doing was on the right path and the person that I'm trying to become is the right path um narcissism runs rampant in my family um, my dad is very narcissistic and I don't know if he listens to my podcast, but, um, he's very narcissistic and I don't know if that's just who he has always been, if that's the way he has become. Um, but he was always kind of a Disneyland dad. So when my parents got divorced when I was 14, he kind of, uh, you know, he was the weekend dad coming over when he had time to, to take care of us because he worked a lot. You know, I told you in the pre- previous episode, I, my dad taught me how to work and I work, you know, if you're working 60 hours a week, that's full time. If you're working 80 to 100 hours a week, now you're getting overtime as far as he was concerned. Um, and so uh, he was uh, he was very, had a very, always has always had a very strong work ethic and has always been a worker. Um to the detriment that he's finally at, at retirement age, at retirement age, he gave himself a full-time job for retirement, which is all his rental properties and things that he's accrued and, um, his hot rods and projects, but he's, he works on those like it's a real job. 
Um, so with that, like I, the biggest thing, so like, for instance, I'll give you an example of my father. Um, you know, me and my wife and children, you know, Carly and I were going through a bit of a rough patch and we were trying to work things out. My dad said, Hey, I'm going to come over, help you work on your trailer and do all this kind of stuff. And I said, Hey, you might want to stay home today. Um, I don't, I don't want you here today. We're kind of working. I'm not doing anything on the trailer. We're going to work. Carly and I got to talk. And, you know, you work through some things. But my dad just said, okay. And then that was it, right? Just um, then we went, me and the kids and Carly went camping. We kind of reset, kind of relaxed, planned out a different, you know, plan of attack for our family, for our marriage, for um, our partnership, uh, and kind of worked through that. Um the only thing when I did talk to my dad a couple weeks later, uh, all he cared about was whether or not we, uh, whether the trailer worked well and if we had fun with the trailer and what did the children think of the trailer? What did my wife think of the trailer? Not once asking, how are you guys doing? Do you need any help? What could I do to help? You know, my dad's never, he doesn't say that. He never, he never does that. Um, and so... I'm trying to watch that and make sure that I'm not getting caught up in that. Um, and that same kind of mentality where I'm not being empathetic to others. I'm not asking, you know, basically talking about myself, which is kind of funny because I have a podcast where I talk about myself. Um, but this is more of a thing to kind of work through some of my thoughts, some of my feelings, um, kind of tell you guys my story and hopefully this will have a positive effect. Um, but this weekend, my, my wife and her sister and her mom and uh, my niece and my kids uh, borrowed the Suburban, the Ragnarok, and drove it up to Idaho City to get some ice cream, right? And they checked out this really cool uh, toy store that's in an old, uh, I think, 120-year-old building that is uh, um, still an original building, like hasn't been you know, remodeled or changed. It's, it's an old wood building with wood floors and that are really uneven and wood walls that are really uneven. And anyway, spent uh, a great Saturday up there. They stopped at the ice cream stand, uh, shop and got ice cream and all that. My kids absolutely loved it. And when they got home, I asked my wife, I said, How'd everything go? And she said, oh, it was so fun. We all had a blast. The kids got this. Hadley had this. You know, my mom loved it. Thanks for letting us borrow the Suburban. It ran great. Now, I left it at that. I said, good. I'm glad. I'm so glad you guys had fun. I'm, you know, I'm thankful that the truck ran well. And uh, I'm thankful that everybody had a really great time. Now, if I was my father, my father would have asked, well, what would what what uh, your niece think of the suburban? What did what did Heather think of the suburban? What did what did your mother-in-law think of the suburban? Did they like it? Did they think it was really cool? What did they think of the the big block in it, the eight point one? Did they like the rumble of it? Did they think that was neat? How did they like the stereo in it? Did they like the seat heaters on the seats? Like, you know, what did they think about that? That that is what my dad would care about. He would care about the material object. Um, and what they thought of it, 
And so, and that is a that is my dad's way of thinking. And so it was something that popped into my head where I thought, oh, I should ask Carly how, how they like this. But I stopped myself and said, that is not important. They had fun. They enjoyed themselves. And the Suburban made it up and back. No issues. That's all that matters. You know, that's, that's it. The kids had a blast. The family had a blast. That's what matters. That's, that's all that matters is that memory of them all going up and enjoying themselves and being able to come back down. So it's trying to teach myself new ways of how to think things. Um, I have always felt myself as a very empathetic person. I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to help others. And that's the whole reason for a lot of the shows on the channel. That's a whole reason for the, what, what we do behind the, you know, behind the rag company uh, through work is to try and help others, to try and help you as a detailer, to try and help you as a business owner, to, you know, to remind you as a parent or as a father or as a mother to, you know, don't let work consume you, right? And try and find that balance and try and help each other out. I'm sure you guys have heard lots of detox when I talk about that, but um, I'm telling you that the reason I do therapy is to try and keep myself, to make sure that I stay that way and that I help others and that I don't change and that I do change. If I do change, I change for the better. I make myself a better person. I make myself more helpful, um, you know, that I do more service for others, that I do my best to make sure that I'm, I care and worry about, you know, if my wife needs a different type of medication that's maybe not working for her, that I actually do the research on it. And it's, it's hard for me because I do have a million things in my head uh, swirling around and I'm trying to compartmentalize a lot of that and I forget a ton of stuff all the time. And I'm trying to focus on being more cognizant. You know, I have little notebooks all over all my vehicles, in my bags at work, on my desks. Um, I always keep a little notebook on my in my pocket with a pen. And I try and write down as much stuff as I can. Like physically old school, write stuff down like my grandpa did. Um, just to make sure that if I have a thought, I make sure I write it down. And that way I give it, I, I pull it out when I get home and look at it and go, okay, here's what I need to do. And I can bring it to the wife and talk to her about it. So point is I'm trying. Um, I'm not always doing the best at things, but I'm really trying to put the best effort forward in that. So I just wanted to kind of give you guys a heads up on that, that that's, that's the reason that I do this, that, I, that I'm doing therapy. That's the reason. Um, again, I, I feel for you guys and, and gals that are maybe deal with depression on a day-to-day business basis. Um, you know, it's a struggle that my wife has had for a really long time. And I hate that I don't have, I don't have anything that I can compare to that. My brain doesn't work that way. Um, and you know, part of me hopes that my, that doesn't affect my children, you know, that maybe they have the right way that they are not the right way. They have a way of thinking that it doesn't, it doesn't affect them that way emotionally. I do see a ton of empathy in my children um, towards others, which I really am proud of. Um, even, you know, Hadley with some of her issues, she's, she is a very caring soul 
um, and worries for others and is always worrying. Um, and Augie will give you the shirt off his back if he need if you need need to. He's a very sweet, sweet kid. Um, but I don't I don't know. They you know I don't know how they're going to be when they get older. And you know I just hope that if I can change for the better and I can be the proper husband and father to them, everything will be good at least, or at least I'll have provided the right amount of help in the best way that will help them. It may not be the best way that I know how, which is why I'm trying to learn. It's why I'm trying to to do this. That's the reason I'm trying to, you know, recognize narcissistic traits. I'm working to try and um, realize, you know, certain speech patterns or the way I talk to others or the way I try and deal with stuff is that I'm, that I'm, I'm not steamrolling them. I'm being more open and honest and listening to them in that sense. I'm, I'm listening. I'm not talking. I'm not telling them, um, because it's easy to do. It's who I am. That's what I do. I talk like I, I've always done that. So It's definitely something to, to keep an eye on. And I and at 40 years old, I feel like I, I need to be that person, you know? I need to be that guy for my kids because I don't want to do that when I'm 50 because when I'm 50, they'll be teenagers. And I need to make sure that I'm doing the right stuff now while they're still little so that I can help them along their way. And I need to make sure I'm doing the right things for my wife so that I'm not, you know, that I don't ruin my marriage due to complacency, right? That I'm taking the time to listen to my wife, you know? Um, and there are times where, you know, I forget, I mess up. I I called her the other night and she asked how everything was going and I just kind of vented about how stressed I am with work and the show and everything coming up. And and, and then I, I totally, at the very end, after I ranted for about 10 minutes, said, oh, um, how are you? And she was like, we can talk about this when you get home. And I was like, damn it. Like, I should have, even though I needed to kind of rant for a bit, I should have made sure that I asked her first, you know, and she said, how's it going? I could have said, well, I'm stressed, but how are you? How has your day been? You know, how are you, you know, how are you feeling today? How did school go with the kids? Like, was there anything crazy today that you had to deal with? And I, and the caring, empathetic person puts themselves first above others, above their own things. And so I should have recognized that. And, you know, it's something that I'm still really trying to do. And I, it, it's very innocent and I forgot, you know, and it's easy to say that. But at the end of the day, I really needed to make sure that I'm stopping myself and I'm taking the time to be cognizant of that. So... Anyway, that's the long and short of it. I'm probably just going to keep rambling here. But uh, the point is, I wanted to try and get in here, give you guys a quick little podcast, little quick uh, setup for all of you to, um, you know, get a little taste. And um, I will say one of the most amazing things for me is uh, we secured a Pepsi sponsorship for... Uh, the rag company, which is really cool. It's, uh, those of you that know me know I love my diet Pepsi 
And it's something I've been working towards for the rag company for a really long time is to try and get that become have our podcast or our video page sponsored by Pepsi. So um, super excited about it. Really excited to have it. Um, and uh, I, I'm pinching myself because I can't believe that we've that we've done it. Um, so pretty sweet. Uh, when I was little, I grew up to stories of my dad. Um, he was a, he was sponsored by Pepsi. Um, him and his best friend uh, with their race car in the late seventies, and so I grew up with a ton of Pepsi memorabilia in the house. It's really the only thing they drank. Uh, that him and his best friend drank in their race shop, and then growing up at home, that's really all we had was Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, and that's what we drank. And we were a Pepsi family. Um, so very funny, very. Uh, silly to to have that, but for me it was one of those goals to, you know, my dad did it. Why can't I do it? You know, and so it's fun to be able to check that off the bucket list, so to speak, and say like, "Hey, Dad, guess what? I got sponsored by Pepsi." So pretty exciting. Very, very. It's just a little, you know, I don't know. I, it's weird to have these weird little goals that you accomplish, and it, it feels good, but it's, you know. Maybe next year when we can provide a real value to them. This year we're just doing product. They're they're supplying product and merch and stuff to us, which I'm totally fine with. But if we can get away to finally get some money um, to where they're maybe sponsoring some stuff for an ad buy-in or something uh, next year, uh, we redo our we redo our um, our uh, you know contract. Then hey, that'd be pretty sweet. So. All right, guys. Well, biggest thing, make sure you check out TRCMA, TRCMA.com. That's the website. You can find everything we did and all the brands and all the contact information for all those brands uh, on the website. You can also check it out on the Rag Company YouTube channel. Uh, There's links every day. You can remind yourself so you can watch. You can check it out. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. So as always, guys... uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, well, not watching, but thank you for listening. And I appreciate you guys listening, hanging out, enjoying yourselves. I hope you guys didn't work too hard this last weekend. I hope you had a good weekend. It got cold in Boise. That's right. It is freezing. And uh, we got a lot of snow uh, the other day. And we got a lot of snow in the forecast. So we all got to stay warm. Um, and uh, yeah, well, as always, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, I'll catch you on the next one.